The words of the Lord are pure words, as silver tried in a furnace of earth, purified seven times. Thou shalt keep them, O Lord, thou shalt preserve them from this generation forever. For as the rain cometh down, and the snow from heaven, and returneth not thither, but watereth the earth, and maketh it bring forth in bud, that it may give seed to the sower, and bread to the eater, so shall my word be that goeth forth out of my mouth. It shall not return unto me void, but it shall accomplish that which I please, and it shall prosper in the thing whereto I send it. Welcome to another program with Truths to Live By, a ministry of Harriman Baptist Tabernacle in Harriman, Tennessee. You're listening to Brother Benjamin Cooley. I pray we would be a blessing to you today. saved us from our sins, our lives are now in God. We desire the Holy Word to order where we trod. All for Christ, yet anything for self we count as dross. We're pilgrims with a crown With our Bibles open today to the book of Genesis, we begin with the outline of Genesis, but first, a word of prayer together. Father, we come now in Jesus' name, and I thank you for the book of Genesis. Thank you for giving us a Bible. Help us now to learn truths to live by. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Genesis 1 and verse 1, in the beginning God created the heaven and the earth. In chapter 1 of Genesis through chapter 11 and verse 9, we give this over to the first point and we call it the origin of God's created people or the human race. But then in chapter 11 verse 10, all of the way through the end of the book in chapter 50 verse 26, we call this the origin of God's chosen people or the Hebrew race. So back to the origin of God's created people. We find four major events. Creation, chapter 1, verse 1, through chapter 2, verse 7. We find corruption, or the fall, chapter 2, verse 8, through chapter 5, verse 32. We find catastrophe, or the flood, chapter 6, verse 1 through chapter 10, verse 32, and then there's confusion or the Tower of Babel in chapter 11, verses 1 through 9. Continuing on to point number two, the origin of God's chosen people, instead of four major events, we find four major people 
that help us to trace the main emphases of the book. In chapter 11, verse 10, through chapter 48, we see the patriarchs of this nation, the Jews, God's chosen people. Abraham, chapter 11, verse 10, through chapter 25, verse 10, he is a man who walked with God. Isaac, chapter 25, verse 11, through chapter 27, and verse 46, he is a man who waited on God. Jacob, chapter 28, through chapter 36, is a man who wrestled with God. Joseph, chapter 37, verse 1, through chapter 48, verse 22, is a man who witnessed for God. And then chapters 49 and 50, you see the prophecies of this nation. So we begin in chapter 1. We've read verse 1, in the beginning God created the heaven and the earth. There are four main events to see. Creation, the fall of man, the flood, the tower of Babel. Creation in chapter 1, down through chapter 2, verse 7, I believe we could see it like this. Creation in God's person in chapter 1 and verse 1. And then taking sort of a departure, you can think of creation in God's power. Hebrews eleven three through faith, we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God, so that things which are seen were not made of things which do appear. God created all things by the power of his spoken word until it came to man, and then he formed man of the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life. Psalm 33, verses 6 through 9, by the word of the Lord were the heavens made and all the host of them by the breath of his mouth. He gathereth the waters of the sea together as in heap. He layeth up the depth in storehouses. Let all the earth fear the Lord. Let all the inhabitants of the world stand in awe of him. For he spake, and it was done. He commanded, and it stood fast. But creation and God's pleasure. Revelation four ten and 11. The four and twenty elders fall down before him that sat on the throne and worship him that liveth forever and ever, and cast their crowns before the throne, saying, Thou art worthy, O Lord, to receive glory and honor and power. For thou hast created all things, and for thy pleasure they are and were created. Amen. Creation in Genesis chapter 1, verses 3 through 5, we see the first day of creation. God created light, divided light and darkness, called light day and darkness night. Day number two, verses six through eight, he created the firmament and called it heaven. Day number three, verses nine through 13, God commanded the waters to gather, which caused the dry land to appear. God called the dry land earth and the waters he called seas, and he created the plant life. Day number four, verses 14 through 19, God created the lights in the firmament, the sun, the moon, and the stars also. He set them in the firmament, and he established them to rule over the day and the night. Day number five, verses 20 through 23, God created the sea life and the birds of the air, and he commissioned and commanded them to be fruitful and to multiply. Day number six, God created the animal life. Verses 24 and 25, dinosaurs would have been created then, and the triune God covenanted about the creation of man in verse 26. And in verse 27, God made man in his own image, created man in his own image. 
and commissioned him to be fruitful, multiply, replenish, and subdue the earth, and have dominion over it. In verse 28, God gave the herb yielding seed, and the tree yielding seed to man. Verse 29, God gave the green herb to every beast of the earth, the fowl, and everything that creepeth upon the earth. Verse number 30. And then we find that not only creation was in six days, but it was spoken into existence. Nine times you notice the phrase, and God said. Seven times concerning creation, verse 3, 6, 9, 11, 14, 20, and 24. Once concerning a covenant, verse 26. And then once concerning that commission, verse number 28. And then creation succeeded as God said it would. Six times you find the phrase, it was so. Verse 7 and 9 and 11 and 15 and 24 and 30. It's implied in verse 27, notice the phrase, so God. That is, as he had said in verse 26, so God created man in his own image. Verse 27. It was so then is found a total of seven times. God's number of completion. It was seen by God to be good, and God saw that it was good. You'll find that phrase seven times. And then it's summarized by Moses, Genesis 2, 1 through 7, the summary of creation, verses 1, 4, and 5, the Sabbath was instituted, verses 2 and 3, the seventh day God rested from his work, this day was given to Israel, became a part of their worship of the one true God in the Old Testament times. And then there's the saturation of the earth in verse 6 of chapter 2, before rain fell, and then the soul of man. We're told how in this summary, how man's soul was given life from the very breath of God. We dealt already with the corruption in the observations where the degeneration was concerned. But let me say that Satan tempted Eve she gave to Adam and the whole human race was plunged into sin. Romans 5.12, Ecclesiastes 9.18, the corruption in the fall was passed down to the family and spread to the face of the whole earth. Thank God he instituted the family before the fall and marriage is still sacred in the eyes of God and holds great honor in God's economy. Marriage is honorable in all and the bed undefiled. But whoremongers and adulterers, God, will judge Hebrews 13 and verse 4. Then there's the catastrophe of the worldwide flood in the days of Noah, chapters 6 through 10. God saw the vastness of the corruption, and it repented him that he had made man, and God declared he would destroy every living thing from the face of the whole earth. Yet the Lord showed mercy. Noah found grace in the eyes of the Lord. God commanded Noah to build the ark to the saving of his house and promised to make a covenant with him. Genesis 6, verses 5 through 22. After the judgment of the world by the flood, quote, Genesis 8, 1, God remembered Noah and stopped the waters. And then in chapter 1, of verse 9, God blessed Noah and established a covenant with him. Within this covenant is the establishment of human government and God passed the scepter of responsibility once held by Adam, the federal head of the human race, who failed, now down to Noah. And this covenant is established with Noah and his sons and enriched with the token of the rainbow in the clouds, which signified God's promise to never destroy the earth with a flood again. 
One day he's going to destroy the earth, but it won't be with a flood. It will be with a fire. And so Shem, Ham, and Japheth now become the federal heralds of the human race. And through them, the world is repopulated in obedience to the responsibility God gave unto them. Chapter 9 of Genesis, verses 1 and 19. Of the three sons, the whole earth was overspread as God desired, and the earth was of one language and of one speech. Chapter 11, verse 1. And mankind proves again to be a failure and unable to accept God's design and direction for his life upon the earth in this dispensation. And a worldwide coalition was formed after the flood under a new head of a man by the name of Nimrod, who was most unlike Noah. And this is that period of confusion where they build a tower whose top may reach unto the heavens, and God comes down and confuses their languages and a rebellion against God as envisioned by Nimrod, is put down. He attacked God's sovereignty, and he established humanism right there under himself. And Nimrod's desire was to have a one-world government with a universal language, one-world religion, and one purpose, a league of nations in direct disobedience and deliberate defiance of God's revealed will and word, according to Genesis 2.28. In chapter 9, verse 1, And is not this what mankind has done ever since? Thus we find the origin of God's created people. Four major events, Genesis 1, 1 through 11, 9. We find creation, we find the fall, the flood, and the Tower of Babel. We thank you for making this ministry a part of your day. And in closing, we want to point you to the words of our Lord in Matthew chapter 4 and verse 4. He answered and said, It is written, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. And truly, it is written. God's word, every word, presents us with truths to live by. You've been listening to Brother Benjamin Cooley. Please send all correspondence to Truths to Live By, P.O. Box 575, Harriman, Tennessee, 37748. Or you can email us at bmarkcooley at gmail.com. And finally, brethren, pray for us.